Welcome to this week's episode of How Are You Really? Today I'm here with Rob and we're going to be talking about his experiences with mental health. Do you want to introduce yourself, Rob? Hello, I'm Rob, uh, Robert. I first started to struggle with mental health in year nine and it got pretty serious pretty quickly. So thank you for coming to speak about this. So... I'll start with when did you first notice that something wasn't all right or that you weren't feeling like you usually would? Yeah, so in year nine, I started to just feel a bit more down and just not really with it as much. But obviously, I didn't know what was wrong. I just thought, you know, it's just how life is, you know. (laughs) Coming on to like October, November, December, it got really bad. Like I, I, I did have friends around me, but I just felt so alone. I felt like I was the only one. And it, it got to the point where in December, I, I kind of like attempted to end my life. Like I got this like bottle of pills. I started eating them, but obviously I stopped myself because I realized what I was doing was stupid. And, you know, I thought about my friends and family, which helps at the moment but that's when I started to realize oh you know that this isn't just something everything everyone goes through it's actually quite serious I think that's a pretty common thing especially with young men that what they're feeling is just normal and they should just get on with it but did you feel like other people or even yourself missed some warning signs for example, like isolating yourself from other people and stuff like that, where you could have thought this is getting more serious than I want it to be. To be fair, I thought I, I obviously tried to hide it the best as best I could. And like my friends could tell it was off. Like they told me after when I started talking to them, but they did not know how serious it was at all. Like they just thought oh, I was just, you know, a few down days, which... I realized it was it was the fact that you know when I was sitting on my bed and started you know eating pills, I was like okay you know it's like this is serious now I need to you know talk to someone yeah that must have been really scary for you to go through did you reach out to anyone immediately while you were going through that or did it take you some time to open up about what had happened took me about a year to open up because obviously it was it was a lot. I didn't know. I didn't know how to tell someone about that and what to say. So I just kept it to myself, which was not good. <laughs> but I, yeah, I just I should have spoken out earlier, which would have helped me a lot. But I decided to keep it to myself and you know, kind of bottle it in. Did you ever get diagnosed with any mental health problem, or did you just like? did you just live with poor mental health yeah I I I never really got diagnosed or anything I just lived with it because it got to the point where I learned to live with it you know like I wasn't you know it's just part of my daily life like I'm I'm not it doesn't phase me too much anymore I spoke to Miss Nandarajan who's a like a counsellor she like I spoke to her a bit and she helped me a lot this year when I spoke to her in last year, which made me realise, you know, what I can do to improve my mental health and stuff, which was nice. That's really nice. You got some help. 
So when you were going through this period of really bad mental health, how did it affect different parts of your life? I was just really unmotivated to do anything. Like I had to force myself to do like anything, just like exercise, work or, you know, any, absolutely anything. Like even seeing my friends. When I was there, it was fine. I really enjoyed it. For, you know, for seconds, you know, you forget about everything, which is nice. But it's just the act of getting there was really just, ugh, just can't be bothered. But I feel like it didn't affect me too much, like, actively. Because I, I did those things. It was just a lot more effort than it should be. Yeah. How has this experience changed your perspective on mental health? It's, it's made me realise how it can literally affect anyone and how it can come out of nowhere for absolutely no reason and it's it like it was just a shock and I've spoken I've spoken to a few friends that have been going through their own mental health and they they always say the same thing like I don't know why it happened it just it just did there's no like timeline or anything it just progressively got worse yeah yeah, I think it's a misconception that something bad has to have happened to you or you need to have a really hard life to suffer with poor mental health. But yeah. it can happen to anybody. And yeah, it just, it no matter your lifestyle or your privilege, for example, like it doesn't matter. Yeah. You still really suffer with bad mental health. I think a problem nowadays is that we, we hear the stat all the time that suicide is the number one cause of death in young men and young people but because we've been told that so much it's not a shock anymore and I think people just yeah. accept it that oh yeah. yeah something bad happens when people should be reaching out to friends and family who they might be going through this but they might not want to tell anyone so by removing stigma which is amazing what you're doing hopefully more people will realize I need to tell somebody what I'm going through yeah because me and my friend were obviously in a very privileged situation you know like I am in private school and it just doesn't feel right for me to you know go through this kind of stuff and like in a way it kind of feels a bit selfish like you know <laughs> I've got like the perfect life that so many people would dream of having and I'm going through this which feels just a bit just doesn't feel right to be going through it and be feeling like this but you've got to you've got to realize that it's not just you there are many people that are going through this and privileged or not privileged there's no discrimination at all it can literally happen to anyone and you shouldn't make that a reason for you not to talk to someone or for you to feel worse because it can literally be anyone um, yeah yeah I feel like poor mental health chooses you you don't choose it so it can anybody can go through it young or old I think another thing is people might assume that older people for example people's grandparents might not have poor mental health but particularly loneliness is like a really big yeah. thing for older people so I think everybody should be more aware of it to kind of help everyone get through it especially with coronavirus I think People have become a lot more aware about mental health, but yeah. I think it can be a bit of a surface value thing that people know it's important, but they don't know why and they don't know how to like bring it into their own life. Yeah, 
I feel like we get a lot of that kind of, you know, they're aware of it, but it's not, it's not something you can tell or see. So it's kind of like a whatever, you know, <laughs> but I've realized it, you know, it, it's a lot worse than, you know, just having a broken leg or something because, you know, we can heal, it gets better. But it's so hard to know if someone's going through it, especially since people hide it well. And any, like, so if they're crying or something, it's always done behind closed doors. And as, like, my own experiences being, you know, men, when I've spoken to a few men that have gone through mental health, many reasons why they haven't spoken out is because you know they they've been crying or like something you know that's seen as like not manly so they don't want to talk about it and by personal experiences I do still sometimes you know cry a little bit when I'm <laughs> alone but there's nothing to be ashamed of you shouldn't you shouldn't worry about those kind of things just because you're a man you shouldn't be ashamed of it it's it's something that like, you know, you're not going through it on your own and you should be able to talk about it and there shouldn't be this conception of manliness that is being taken away from you because it's not true. No, I agree that crying is really healthy. So when my brother died, it was like, I'd have like a, a daily slash weekly breakdown that was just like, yeah. I schedule it into my day because I knew it yeah. was going to happen. So I was just kind of organising it. Yeah. But like, it, it's really healthy. And by letting yourself express your emotions, it means that your body's processing it and, like, yeah. that you recognise that what's going on isn't okay. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree. And you can make it work for you so I always do it at night it's just the mood's perfect like it's I don't know it's just when it works for me I I put a bit of sad music on probably <laughs> in my room and I just let let it out which actually I've realized is quite nice sometimes and it's something sometimes I actually want to you know just sit down and just listen to some music and just let my emotions go I guess <laughs> yeah. yeah like crying obviously is like meant to be like a sad thing but crying can actually make you feel so much better yeah if I know I'm really upset about something it's better if I just cry and kind of get it over with yeah and I felt a lot better kind of being in control of what I was going through than like being yeah. triggered by something else or someone asking like oh how many siblings yeah. do you have like it was a lot easier if I could just control how I felt yeah um so I was going to ask, why didn't you seek help earlier? I was just, I didn't know who to ask. I was terrified to act, like tell people. I just didn't know how to bring it up to them. Because it's like for someone that doesn't know what you're going through, is they just don't know what to say. And I feel like they couldn't help, which, which wasn't true. Because I actually, by speaking out, my friend told me his mental health, like, and he was self-harming and but like stuff like that I didn't know until I actually spoke out so I feel like it's actually really nice to speak out and you never know they might have be going through similar or the same thing and it's really nice you know you know talk to someone that's going through the same thing but I I just 
I was just terrified to talk to someone going from, you know, this supposedly, you know, I try to be happy and funny to, I, you know, I try to end my life, which is quite, <laughs> quite a big step. So I just didn't know how to bring it up or who to tell or anything. So I just kept it to myself, really. Yeah, I definitely think people are most scared of things they don't understand or they don't know about. And it's definitely yeah. harder to seek help from people if you don't know what their reaction is going to be. And yeah. it is not a good thing, but I said, like, so many people have suffered with their mental health during COVID. But just knowing that you're not alone and there's someone that you don't need to be scared to talk to can actually help so much. And like yeah. you said, they're, pro they're probably going through something too. And if you can help each other, then that's a really positive outcome for both of you. Yeah. And what I realised is my, you know, I just told my friends and they were so, it was just, it was nice. Like, they, you know, they, they tried as much as they could to help and they're just more friendly and it actually was completely fine and I actually told more of my friends and now a lot of people know but by doing that it makes them aware so they can help you if they can if they see you're down you know they, they'll help you which is nice and obviously if they're crying that you know they if you're crying they kind of understand and you get a hug or whatever which is really nice so I would definitely my number one thing would be try and speak out. So my next question was, what do you think helped you the most? But I think you might have answered. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely talking to someone, but also finding things you enjoy that even distracts you from it. Like for me, it was rugby. Rugby, I rugby helped me so much and like any anger I had or anything I had I'm just playing the game and you forget about everything uh baths listening to music that like that combo really helped as well just stuff to and just watching Netflix you know watching YouTube videos and stuff it's just nice to just forget about everything and just let yourself go there's nothing wrong with you know distracting yourself for a bit and forgetting about it it's not all, you know, you have to get over it and everything because, yeah, there's ways to, you know, live with it. Yeah, a lot of people do just have to live with poor mental health. But that doesn't mean you're sad or anxious yeah. all the time. Like it, yeah. if someone had asthma, for example, they're not having an asthma attack 24-7. It's just something you exactly. have to live with that sometimes it will be worse sometimes it will be better but that doesn't mean you can't enjoy other stuff that you like and a big thing is you know you can't control it there's no like oh I'm gonna start feeling sad at 12 or something it just happens and at the most random times and for no reason and some days I actually feel fine like I wake up and I have a full day of just feeling fine and then there's some days I wake up fine and then it hits me at like 6 p.m. or something like completely random for no reason and then I just start feeling sad for no reason and that that took a, a lot of getting used to not knowing when it when it would come around you know so yeah that's that's why I find it really hard to know you know to find if someone's going through mental health because it's not all the time they hide it well anything they go through they usually do it in private so it's just so hard to to tell
So how did you find a way to talk to your friends or maybe even your family about how you were feeling? I just built the courage just to tell a friend. I just started off with one. And then it was like, I slowly told more and more people. And when they knew, it made things a lot better. I know I keep repeating myself, but it genuinely did. But I just built the courage and just did it. Like, I, I, I didn't even really think about it. The more I thought about it, the worse it got. So I just did it and I just spoke about it. And that moment made me so relieved when I told them. So, yeah. Um, then after I told one, it was a lot easier to talk to more people as well. So just taking that first step is probably going to be that hardest step. But after that's done, it gets a lot easier to talk to people. And then I would, you know, you can talk to your friends and then maybe even seek further help, which would be good. Yeah, I always promote professional help on my podcast, but it's not accessible to everyone. And if you can try and build a support network around you that doesn't include professionals, then if it works for you, then it works. So, So how would you support a friend if they were going through something similar to what you had to go through? I think it's really hard to support someone because there's there's honestly not much you can do, which is why I didn't really want to tell anyone because I knew if I told them, you know, they're not, it's not going to change anything, which it did. But, you know, I was still going through it. And if I was supporting a friend, just being there, you know, it's not always constantly asking, are you okay? Are you okay? Because, you know, it's not like that. It's just, just be happy around them, you know, act, sometimes just acting like nothing's wrong. It's just nice because you make them forget about everything and just enjoy their time. But then you've got to know when it's the right time to, you know, give them a hug, just sit them down be like, how are you actually doing? But you don't want to do that every day. But there are, there are times when you should, but there are times where you should act like nothing's wrong. If I'm around a group of people with that friend I've told, I want them to act normal, like nothing's wrong. But when we're alone and, you know, maybe I'm a bit sad, it's nice to for them just to support me. Just, just Sometimes just talking is really nice. Yeah, I get what you mean. It's a bit annoying if people are just asking if you're okay all the time. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> people are so much more than their mental illness and if you constantly yeah. remind them of it then it's, it's not going to make them feel any happier yeah. but it's also really exhausting worrying about someone else all the time so yeah. I know it can be difficult but just kind of accept that that's what they're going through and yeah, look after yourself first because they're not going to be able to rely on you if you're not doing very well them yourself because they will have to worry about you as well so just try and make sure you're okay, but also check in with them occasionally. Even if you don't talk about it in person, just texting them occasionally saying that, you know, you can talk to me if stuff isn't okay. Even if they're fine, then without kind of badgering them if they're all right all the time, just letting them know that you're there can make such a difference to people. Yeah, I completely agree. Because the mental health will always be there, you know, whatever they're going through. And if you're just worrying all the time and not thinking about you, you won't be able to help them. 
So definitely put yourself first and then just check in every now and then. It doesn't have to be, you know, a lot, just every now and just keep an eye on them, which is, which should be enough. But obviously definitely look, look after yourself first. So how would you change mental health education? Again, it's like so hard to like pinpoint what to do but I would like to say spread more awareness but there is a there's a lot out there already and it's so hard to know what someone's going through if you haven't gone through it like that's what I realized how I realized how bad it actually was but I didn't realize how bad it was before I I think more smaller sessions like instead of just putting posters up or you know talking to a whole school maybe like pshe lessons with like class sizes just talking about it giving more factual information and what you can do to help instead of you know just like talking to a friend or you know just the basic stuff maybe just listen to some music watch some netflix it doesn't have to be very complicated but what people can do to cope with mental health it should be more on how to how that person should get over or like help their mental health rather than helping someone else because it can be really hard to find someone else and like tell if they're going through mental health problems I think it's more what that person can do to cope yeah when I was doing small group stuff I thought it found it so much better because people felt more able to talk about what they'd been through and by doing it in smaller groups for example like people in a class if you're hearing from other people's personal experience then they're letting you know that someone close to you has also been through it and if you help people educate each other instead of just educating everyone then it builds a better kind of culture of talking about it instead of I think people find it a lot easier to ignore if someone out of school just comes in to speak to people and then they you don't see them again yeah if you make it more of a long-term thing where just little check-ins every now and then then it'll encourage people to talk about it outside the classroom instead of people just forget all of it when they leave the door because a lot of things I get is people talking at you about mental health and then they're putting like facts and stuff which is devastating but in the next day you're going to forget everything that guy said but if it's you know your friends talking about it or your peers or a small group where you can like bounce off each other they're more likely to realize you know how serious it is and what you can do to help yeah like I said before I think people get really desensitized to the facts and stuff and it's like oh yeah Yeah. the people are dying by suicide but it's like how does that affect me until and until it actually affects you then people aren't going to pay that much attention so if you make it so much more personal and people actually talking to each other about it then I think people will take more notice yeah definitely so what are your top tips for looking after your mental health again yeah I think honestly just finding something you enjoy like distractions honestly help me so much and just try new things you never know 
you know, like for me I had a bath out of nowhere and I realized it actually really helped so just try new things adventure find stuff that you might not realize will help but it might help like one of my friends isn't an artist at all started sketching and it actually really helped them and now they're doing drawing and stuff which actually really helps their mental health which they wouldn't have done at all a year ago or a few months ago so just find something that you enjoy and adventure until you find something that really does help and obviously uh, speaking out talking to a friend that's always going to be my number one thing <laughs> yeah no there's some really good tips so finally what is a message that you have for someone who's struggling with their mental health right now i i'd always want them to know that you know you're not the only one going through it you know you're not alone there are plenty of people it might you might not realize it but it might be your friend that's going through it, a family member it's not just teens a parent could easily be going through it, a teacher that's what people don't really realize they feel like oh yeah they're a teacher or they're a parent they're older they should be fine but it really isn't like that um i've i've mentioned this a load of times but honestly just talking it's honestly i couldn't say it enough it's just so nice just to talk about it with someone like literally everything you're going through just one person find one person that you trust your best friend and just sit them down and just tell them just it it takes a lot of courage it is really hard but trust me just try it and just telling them everything getting everything off your chest literally it helps so much and it helped me phenomenally like honestly it was so good to and so refreshing and it made my it literally halved all my problems and I realized how much I wasn't alone and how my friends were there for me so I that would honestly if you take anything from this whole podcast just or my episode please talk to someone just find some courage it could be anyone like a loved one or someone you trust and talk to them it it will really help you I promise thank you very much Rob so thank you yeah. for coming on my podcast today um I think you're going to help a lot of people with what you said especially telling people to seek help even if it's telling yeah. one friend it will make such a difference I know that's honestly just something I hope people do because they help me so much so that's definitely my number one thing thank you very much for listening and i hope you have a lovely week